Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I am honored to have Sean Saunders along here with me. Sean is a elite martial artist. He's somebody that works in the security sector, and he's also doing work with um, his movement called Indigenous Patriot that we will get into on the podcast. Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How you doing, Bubba? I- I'm great. Thank you so much, and I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Kind of take us through a little bit, Sean, if you would, a little bit about your upbringing and eventually how you got started in your career as a martial training, but instructing. Oh, well, um, so I have a little bit of a background of um, abuse. Okay, so one of the things that my family did in order to get me through that was they enrolled me in martial arts. I started with a man named uh, Sensei Marty Manuel. Um, he taught Gojiru karate and, uh, you know, I did that for, I'd say about a year and a half. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years old. Um, I, I moved into another martial art, uh, probably a little bit later on, I'd say 10, uh, maybe 11 years old I started training in uh, something called five animal kung fu it was a it was a little dojo in the uh, I guess it was the upper floor uh, in downtown New Jersey it was it was in Britain New Jersey back when I was a kid um, my, my current uh, what I ended up teaching and uh, that, that you kind of know of I started uh, teaching in Taekwondo um, uh, I was training at a martial arts school, uh, you know, in Maryland, mm-hmm. and uh, it ended up being a situation where uh, I was going to college. Um, I was offered an opportunity to, to teach uh, uh, a little bit more full time, so I ended up focusing on that. Um, from there, I got into American Kempo. Um, I got into Bujin Kabuto Taijutsu, um, you know, Takasigi Dojo. In any case, um, I ended up uh, opening up my martial arts school in 2006. And, and of course, you, you, you're aware of that one. Um, yes, sir. I had that for about seven years. And, um, you know, I ended up having a child mm-hmm. and my priorities shifted. Uh, you know, when you're running a business, all your money really is supposed to go back into the business, you know, uh, investing in that business so that it could eventually invest in you. But the, right. but the timing of my son kind of kind of changed my priorities. And so I ended up getting into the security field. And, you know, I started out as a, as a low-level secu- security officer. And I worked my way up to uh, managing. So now, so now I'm a senior manager in the department which I work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, we don't have to get too much into specifics, uh, you know, about like where you work. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, you were, is it that you were recognized for uh, manager of the year or something along the lines of that? Yes. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. I got, I got manager of the year. Um, and, and it's what, a, uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, it was a, it was an honor. Um, I was the first uh, person from the security department in order to get manager of the year in the business in which I work. So, wow. so it was an honor to me. It, it, uh, 
Yeah. And, and you know, you, t- you talked about it being an honor. What, what did it mean to you and, and, and what made that possible? Obviously, uh, you're, you're very disciplined. You, you conduct yourself with a professional demeanor. Um, you know, you, you, you put your best foot forward every day. Uh, you know, you, you know how to uh, not only be a great leader, but to, uh, you know, you, you can, you know, give people orders in a respectful mannerism and all the great uh, components that, that go into uh, making somebody a great leader. And, you know, just kind of describe to us, you know, how that was possible and, and what it meant to you. It, it was a little bit of a learning curve at first because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're when you're owning your own business and in particular a martial arts business and then you go and you work for somebody else, the, the narrative changes a little bit uh, uh, instead of, you know, something something ends up happening and um, you have to maybe discipline one of your students, for instance, it's push-ups mm-hmm. or, or something like that. We, we all know how that is in the martial right. arts community. Yes. It, <laughs> yes. It does not work the same when you're working in, in a company, okay? You can't talk to people in the same manner. So I had to learn a whole new method of communicating. I also had to understand that um, I, was, I was a part of a larger team, mm-hmm. okay? And, and that's actually something that really inspired me because – I was kind of a lone wolf before then. It, it was it was just me, you know what I mean. When I had the right. martial arts school, I was the sole instructor. I was the I was the one that was, uh, you know, when I had the after school programs and things like that. I was the one that was picking the children up. Uh, you know, I was doing it all. But but I ended up becoming part of a team. So what was interesting is I go into the business. I'm at the ground level. I knew right away that I was going to try to work my way up because I have ambition. Okay. So I kept my head down. I kept to the grind. And at first uh, I had trouble with my communications because I'm a direct individual. I like to, mm-hmm. I like to see what's on my mind. And um, I wasn't raised with a lot of tact. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but uh, it, that wasn't working out for me in the beginning. It's like uh Nobody really wanted to deal with you because you're kind of coming off some kind of way instead of uh, being part of the team. So I, I stepped back and I said, this isn't getting the kind of response that I need in order to push myself forward. And I'm, and, and I, and I'm the type of person that really wants to move forward. I, I, I'm not into being stagnant. So I started doing some research in how I communicated. I started looking at the ways that um, – that I interacted with not just my coworkers, but the people that we were providing security for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that really opened my eyes up. It's not enough to just be there um, as a strong arm for somebody. They, they have to trust. They have to, they have to feel comfortable around you. So if you're like some hulking presence without having a, um, a caring personality, it's really hard to, and, and you know what, I've seen this in, in a lot of the, the, the pictures and the things that you share, Bubba, mm-hmm. the people that you bodyguard, they, they care about you, right. you know what I mean? You get a lot of support from that. So, so I changed the way that uh, I talk to people. I took classes. I took emotional intelligence courses, okay? I, 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 I've studied uh, uh, communication a little bit in order to see, you know, maybe not the direct uh, method is always the best way to go. Maybe sometimes you have to pause for a second and say, am I communicating 
what needs to be communicated, not just what I want to communicate. And so that got me promoted the first time. Uh, it got me promoted the second time. Okay. What got me promoted the third time is taking a look at things and saying, it's not, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I could bring the people up around me and, and, and get the loyalty of my team, then not only will I succeed further, but I'm also going to be bringing them up and allowing them to succeed. So in, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. And so in my department, um, I'm now the senior manager in my department. The other two managers, uh, uh, you know, I've assisted uh, in, in some of their training and, and in some of their promotion. Okay, because to me, having the proper team is is paramount. You, you can't go it alone. It's it's all about, you know, uh, security is not a one man thing, as you know. Right, right. It's all about being that, that team member, and uh, and that's really that's really enlightened me a little bit. That's that's really let me see that uh, it's all about the interpersonal connections. Uh, absolutely, and. You, you touched on some some very uh you know you touched on a lot of key things there, but uh, a few that I'll really focus in on now is uh you, you talked about uh you know you have to be trustworthy uh you could be you know six foot ten you could be you know as strong as a lion but if you don't have that trust with a client if you don't have the trust with the client's family uh their their you know all the inner workings of their circle you know that's so key and you have to have a critical soft skill. Uh, to, to really, if you want to excel in, not just in the security sector, but in, in really any sector in life, you have to have a critical soft skill. You have to, uh, you know, be understanding that your words can either escalate a situation or they can de-escalate a situation. So, uh, you know, how you talk to people and, and, you know, a lot of people always, you know, they think, uh, you know, in the security sector, they're always asking, you know, like, what type of firearm do you carry or what type of gear or what type of things do you recommend? And I always tell them, I say, uh, you know, that's the difference between the the people that really have a great concept and understanding uh, of the field and then those that may just, you know, be getting into it or or not as experienced. You know, I I tell people all the time, your your five biggest weapons are your mind, your mouth, your ears, your heart. And um, there's one more I didn't and and your mind. And, um, you know, those are the most important weapons, your most important skills. Uh, and, and then most importantly, uh, your faith or your beliefs or spirituality, whatever that may be, uh, you know, respectfully to, to each person their own. And uh, those are the things that are most important. And, and you know, they can, they can really, those are the, 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 the differences of, of people getting into a field and then getting into a field and then accelerating and, and excelling in that field, those critical soft skills. Because in the bodyguard realm, it's, uh, very often you're, you're relying on those skills. Uh, you know, you, you always have to be turned on, of course, in, in the sense of you have to have that, that inner workings of if something does go down, that preventative maintenance, your threat assessments and, and everything like that. But, you know, you can, um, you know, another big misconception as well is that, uh, you know, when something goes down, you're going to, you know, be uh, Kimbo slice and, and just, you know, uh, t- terrorize uh but, you, you know, in the security sector, we're trained flight over fight. You get yourself and your client to safety in the most efficient and effective way possible. You know, you have nothing to prove, you know, pride and ego. 
it doesn't it doesn't you know serve any purpose just get yourself and your client to safety so you definitely touched on some some great uh components there and take us through you touched about you know you've been in martial arts since uh you were a young man you know how, how long now have you been in the arts and what has been your most proud moment as a martial artist Okay, so um, can I? I'd like to. I'd like to go back in and touch yes. on something else yes, um, that, that that we spoke on, and that is um, how you talked about uh, your five pillars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really want to clear up my my impressions on that and and and, and restate that in another manner, and right. that's the fact that these people are trusting you with the most precious things to them, not right. only their lives but their children's lives. They don't when you when a situation escalates and um and and violence occurs, that is a traumatizing event. So you really need those skills in order to be able to uh, de-escalate as much as possible. You. you Somebody that's just relying on their physical skills is not going to go very far in a security field because anybody can throw a punch. Okay, but it's but but not everybody can talk somebody down when they're when their tempers are raised and and not any not everybody can pull their ego out of a situation and say, you know, do do I do I escalate this by by throwing out that snide comment? Or do I swallow my pride and say the client is what's most important? And and that and just like you stated earlier, that is where you, you look at somebody that is just starting in a security field because they're thinking more about you know, uh, for lack of a better term, their badge. Mm-hmm. Thinking more about right. you know, the, the badge. That, that that badge is just tin. It don't mean nothing. Right. You have to have a heartbeat. Exactly. You have, exactly. You have to show people you're human. Most importantly. Exactly, and and then and, and then everything will fall in line after that. When they trust you as a person, then they then and you've built that kind of relationship with them, then they know that you're going to put yourself in the way if need be, but you're going to be smart enough not to have violence around them if you don't have to. Uh, absolutely. Um, but, but but anyway, you asked me about, uh, you know, my proudest accomplishments and how. So I've been doing martial arts since I was like really young. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm estimating like seven or eight years old. I, I, Joe Ortiz, Marty Manuel, when I was a real young kid and I just turned 40. So, so you know, off and on, that's a, that's a lot of time. Um but I'll tell you what my proudest accomplishments are. My proudest accomplishments are when I see my students succeed. Okay, it, it, it's it's really uh, I'm really proud of when I see somebody that I that I've watched grow up become something. Yes. Okay. That that to me really touches. Me. Okay, because because I feel like sometimes I have had some kind of influence in that. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, we can talk about, you know, breaking boards, winning tournaments, and things like that. But those are just snapshot accomplishments. But to actually have an effect on somebody's life—that—that that to me is—that's where it's at. Absolutely. Did I miss anything there? No, no sir. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely, um, 
you know, that it's, it's so important. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, in, in life or just in their careers, they, they, uh, you know, they chase success as uh, a title or, uh, you know, net worth, you know, if, if somebody's on Forbes list or if somebody's on, you know, X, Y, Z, but, uh, the, the true tall tale sign of, of success is uh, encouraging, motivating, inspiring and empowering others to be great as well. You know that, it, you know, as you touched on early in the podcast, it's not just about our personal accomplishments and our personal uh, leadership and things of that nature, but it's our ability to help others, um, encourage them and to, uh, you know, give them that boost, uh, whatever in, in whatever area that may be in, whether it's confidence, whether it's a skill set, whether it's, you know, wh- whatever that, that is categorized as that they may be needing or that they're lacking of. And, uh, you know, it's so important. And, uh, you know, I just have a, a lot of great respect for you, uh, you know, as a person, first and foremost. And then, you know, obviously as a martial artist, you uh, you instilled a lot in me uh, as far as discipline and, and demeanor and, uh, you know, a lot of great inner workings, uh, most importantly, because, uh, you know, we, like you said, anybody can, you know, throw a punch or, or get in a fight. But it is uh, crucial that we know how to carry ourselves and uh, know how to uh, divert situations, you know, that, you know, whatever you're, you know, you know, you're faced with that, you know, how to get get past it and persevere. And uh, so, you know, you definitely, um, you know, in, in my eyes, you're you're an icon on the shore. Uh, as, a martial, as a martial artist and uh you know most importantly as a, as a great leader a great person and uh you know i just uh, have the utmost uh, appreciation for you and um you know <clears throat> what what is the in the art that you're most advanced in what is the highest level you were able to obtain sean um i have a knee down in in Budo Taijutsu. Um, you already know about the. Uh, you already know about the fourth degree uh, in in World Taekwondo Federation because that's that's when you started with me. Yes. Um. But but I'm but I'm I'm most proud of the uh, the Nidan um in the Bujinkan Takasugi uh, lineage that I, you know, from Colonel Bob. Um, yes. But but I, but I want to say real real quick. I I'm I'm very proud of the things that you do for our community. I'm just gonna put that out there okay um you know, you, you 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 pay for it a lot yes, a sir. lot no, i appreciate that so it's always it's always a good thing to, to keep track of you know giving to the children you know uh supporting our law enforcement i mean it's i'm, I'm proud of the things that you're doing bubba thank you so much and it definitely means a lot coming from a person like yourself uh, you know, who has, you know, you, you've known me for a long time. Uh, I, I pretty much consider us lifelong friends and, uh, you know, yep. just to, just to, you know, see our connections and, you know, obviously we work together in the security sector and, uh, you know, train together, you know, most importantly, uh, you, you get, you get a bond like no other when you, when you, uh, you know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, well, I say train, but obviously we're training together, but you, you know, you were my, uh, master, you know, my instructor, um, you know, so you, you, you get a certain, uh, type of, of, uh, connection from somebody and, and, uh, you know, you're able to learn a lot about them and, and, uh, you know, just to, to be able to grow and stuff is definitely a blessing. Um, yes, sir. And, um, we'll, we'll go off topic here a, a moment, Sean, and we'll get back into things. 
as you know, and many of the listeners know, um, recently I was uh, blessed to be able to be a, a part of Bodyguards Against Bullying. And, uh, you know, with the great work that we are doing right now, what is your message, uh, Sean, on, on the platform and on the podcast to speak out against bullying? What is your strong message? So, so I look at bullying in in a certain manner, and that's the fact that when when somebody is bullying another individual, it means that they're having issues with something in themselves. So, when somebody is lashing out at another individual, to me, they they're they're picking on somebody in order to feel better about themselves. Okay, it's never about the individual that's being bullied. It's always about the bully. The, 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 uh, the, unfortunately, the person that's being bullied is just a byproduct of that insecurity. So to me, it's really important to instill the confidence in the individual uh, to let them know that there's nothing wrong with you. Okay? It, 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 the issue is not within you. It's, in, it's within the person that is, that is causing the bullying. Um, uh, don't let people dictate your your self worth. Okay, if if you value yourself uh, low, then so will everybody else around you. Okay, one way to really, uh, for, in my experience, one way to really get around bullying is uh, to build connections and friendships with people that are real value, that that are um, you know people that'll stick together. Um, but 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 not just that. Also, to be aware of things. Uh, have Have you ever noticed that uh, people that get picked on, people that get uh, accosted out on the street, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, half the time they're not looking at their surroundings. Their their um, their heads are down. They're in their phone. Whatever. Right. People pick targets that they believe are are weaker than them. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and, and, and maybe, maybe you don't have a physical strength that's going to, uh, you know, deter that, but, but the force of personality, the, the ability to, to cause people to believe in you and to be friends with you and things like that. A lot of times that will deter things. Um, we need to come together as a community and understand that, we can't turn an eye away from somebody when they're being bullied. We have to confront that. Okay. Because it could be our children. It could be our family. It could be, it could be ourselves. Okay. And, and so, yeah, you know, my, my strong message is to stop turning a blind eye when, when, when we're seeing these uh, incidents occur to call them out like they are, but, but don't, I don't believe in denigrating the bully. Mm-hmm. I believe in figuring out what's causing that individual to do the bullying in the first place. Maybe they have issues at home. Uh, may- maybe their parents are bullying them. Okay, uh, Figure out where this is all coming from because to me, a bully is, uh, learns that response. It's not a natural thing. Absolutely. And, you know, I I truly appreciate uh, your strong and and powerful uh, words of encouragement there. You know, as somebody, uh, you know, uh, as yourself that has worked with uh, a lot of youth and teens, uh, you know, in in your uh, career as an instructor and and in martial arts, what have you uh, found most helpful 
whether you're working with uh, a kid that may be a bully or he's at risk or he's troubled, what have you found most uh, useful, Sean? Uh, to show that it's not normal, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, um, the, the actions that are causing this child to lash out, uh, maybe there's something going on at home, let them know that that is not normal. Let them know that there are people that actually care and will be there. Okay, be that responsible adult. Um, that's why I like uh, things like big brothers and big sisters and, and, and organizations where you have that responsible adult that's reaching out to the at-risk youth. It's because they need that in order to be productive adults in society because maybe their parents are, I don't know, drinking too much or, or um, you know, may, maybe it's a long line of passed down abuse. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then this kid is taking these experiences and, and they think that that's a normal thing. And so they're acting them out on the people that they know. Okay. Because you know that parents aren't, aren't you know, if a, if a child unfortunately suffers from abuse, and I did when I was a child, mm-hmm. um, it, this isn't, they don't do that to somebody that's their size. They pick on somebody that's smaller. And so it's a predatory uh, uh, issue. So, and it's not natural. It's not something that, that we have to do. So, so it's really important to take these kids and show them a different experience, to show them that, that you know, not all adults are like this. Let me show you that I can be different. Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, again, I appreciate um, your strong message there. There really wasn't an adjective powerful enough to describe uh, the, the verbiage and the encouragement that you gave us there. So thank you very much for that. Well, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get back into things here, Sean. Uh, t- touch on for us uh, the thing that you've learned most so far in life, whether it be your security journey, your martial arts, life in general. What have you learned most? Obviously, you're, you have an abundant amount of knowledge and wisdom and expertise in, in a variety of things. But if you could just zone in on one thing, what have you learned most? Um, I, I learned that I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm always hungry. Uh, I, I read a lot. I research a lot. I don't believe everything that I hear. I don't believe everything that I see. I want to I want to actually uh, experience it, touch it and and. and um, and understand it so you know I, I, I do things with luckily where I work I have a good employer and he has provided training so so I've been able to do things with law enforcement that I otherwise wouldn't have been able to do like you know some trainings on gangs some trainings on uh, we've done active shooter trainings we've done uh, 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 through LSU we've done uh, terrorist um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the proper term but basically to understand what uh, a domestic terrorist is looking for and, mm-hmm. and the vulnerabilities in your business and 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 how to minimize that risk so so i'm always hungry because i don't feel like i let me go back to a title that that you used earlier mm-hmm. um i don't like the master title so much because i don't believe that anybody masters anything i right, believe right. it's always a learning uh always time to learn more so to me mastering means that i, I got it all down you know what i mean right and 
and and and by no means, uh, you know, I, I'm still learning. I'm I'm still learning all kinds of things. Uh, every door that opens for me, I step through it to try to learn more. So so the most important lesson that I've learned in my life is the fact that there are so many more lessons to learn. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. And, and you know, I definitely agree. You know, we're we're always. Uh... You know, in life, we're always learning. Uh, you have to be in that constant state of, of you know, being uh, adaptable, coachable, humble, uh, all those great components uh, to maximize your potential and the potential of others around you and that you come into contact with. Um, you know, definitely very important. Uh, you know, what would you say uh, is the importance of, of having mentors, Sean, uh, as somebody uh, for yourself, for example, uh, you are a mentor to a lot of people uh, during your time as an instructor or during your time in, in the security sector. Uh, why are mentors key? Because we have failed so that we could pass those lessons down to whoever we are mentoring in order to minimize their risk of failure. Okay, so we've we've gone through the trials of of you know the uh, so so for instance, mm-hmm. um, I teach people that you do not have to have the uh, strong conversation with somebody. Customer service is always the key, no matter no matter how the situation goes. E- even if you're even if you are removing an individual from a situation show that kind of respect because I've been in instances where, you know, uh, in the beginning where, you know, I let my ego get ahead of me and it turned into a situation that was hands-on. Right. Okay. And, and as you know, whenever a situation becomes physical, both parties have already lost. Right. Okay. Uh, hurting another individual is, is never something that you should be proud of. Sometimes it's a, nece- a necessity uh, as far as, you know, self-defense is concerned, but, but if you could learn how to talk to somebody, uh, a lot of the issues that pop up can be solved in that way. Put your ego away, you know, uh, have a conversation, say, Hey, look, you know, this is what's going on. I really need you to understand that I'm just doing my job. Can we work something out? You know what I mean? And so, and so that, that kind of lesson that I pass down to the people that, that work with me mm-hmm. uh, helps them to feel more comfortable when they're talking to somebody about something that they perhaps shouldn't be doing. Because as you know, in the security field, part of what we do is make sure that there's compliance. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you, you kind of, uh, you, you touched on a topic there that I was going to get into and that was de-escalation, but you gave us some, some great tips and, and knowledge there, some informative, uh, informative information there. So, uh, definitely appreciative of that. Uh, wh- what is, uh, you know, so we'll get into now, you know, uh, and thank you so much for, for covering, you know, uh, your your martial arts background there and your security background. We'll get into now Indigenous Patriot. Uh, kind of fill us in about how, the, how you got started with that and a little bit about it. Okay, so um, I... All right. I looked at some of the policies that were going on with our current administration, and they were environmental policies that originally caught my attention. Okay, um, uh, as you know, I am Indigenous American. Uh, you, you've 
you, you know, you met my mom. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, you know, we do the storytelling and the powwows and all that stuff. And so, and so, you know, um, I've always cared about, uh, let me, let me, let me, let me divert that and address it in a different way. So, so in a lot of indigenous culture, um, or at least in, in what I've experienced, because understand that, that no, no two tribes are the same. We all have our own uh, mythologies and, and, and beliefs. But anyway, um, we have this, this story about the seventh generation. So, um, so, for instance, say you were going to uh, harvest a tree in order to build, uh, build a house, okay? You would go seven trees in and, and, and take that tree, leaving the rest for the next seven generations, Okay, because it's important to leave a legacy for our for our children and their children, etc. Okay, it's about the it's about the propagation of of life, you know, continued existence, and and making sure that we're not we're not junking up the place for for the next inhabitants. If you understand what I'm saying, so I had some issues with the um, with some of the environmental policies that were we're coming about so i started speaking out on them okay um i I don't want to go i I don't want to be divisive Mm -hmm. uh uh, so i don't really want to go too much into some of the things that that i disliked about but but anyway um i decided to speak up and that that gained me a following on twitter i'm at sixteen thousand two hundred people and if and if you could please uh, plug in your Twitter uh, so that if anyone interested in following you or your movement that they could uh, get in touch with you or or keep up with the movement. I'm at W I K W E K O. That's Wick Waco. It actually in in a uh, in the Unami dialect, which is uh, the Lenape language, it means uh, the place where things end. Um. So, so and then and then um. That's my at, and then it's a uh, it's West, it's X W E S I as the uh, as the the name, but um but what I ended up doing was uh, you know I got a following. Um, people would tell me that, and, and this is only since February, so that's sixteen thousand two hundred people since February. Um, so so I really struck a chord with people. They they enjoyed the way that I was writing, and and uh, somebody that I spoke to said, you know you you're really good at. Uh, explaining things in a simple manner to me, uh, maybe you should write some more. So I started a blog, and and in the blog I didn't talk as much about politics. Um, I, I did I did work against some disinformation. So um, because it's important to me uh, to fight disinformation on both sides of the partisan divide, because both sides have their disinformation. Um, but also general writings like about my life. Um, I, I wrote a, I wrote, I wrote about. A, I have a, I have a thing called a role playing crabs, talking about how, um, as a society, sometimes we're watching somebody climb their way out, but we act like that that pot of boiling crab. You ever, you ever, you ever, you ever cook crab, Bubba? Yes. <laughs> okay. So 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 what ends up happening is it, it's like one of the crabs like right there on the fringes of the boiling water and he's reaching out to the top of that pot and he's almost there. But one of them crabs in the water reaches up and pulls him back into the pot. Okay. 
And unfortunately, our society is kind of like that. If we show uh, jealousy instead of support, right. we can all be raising each other up together, but instead we fight so hard to bring the one person down. Okay. Uh, and, and so, and so, you know, uh, I got some, you know, uh, I was commended on my writing, um, uh, a couple, a couple check marks on Twitter shared, uh, my blog on race. Uh, I had a, I had a, uh, a blog writing on race called 400 plus years of not listening. Just the title alone kind of gives you an idea of where, where it's going to go, but it is what it is. Um, so, so I started doing that and then, um, and then I started recording myself, you know, talking about things that, that I found were interesting. And, and it's not just because I wanted to experience new things, which actually, you know, was part of it. I wanted to say, you know, why don't I try this out? Uh, I've never done this before. It's a new experience to me. Maybe I'll like it. Um, and, 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 and like my first video, I was, I was like, man, this, this stinks so bad. But I got a lot of support from people saying that they really liked the way that I came across. And so I continued to do them. And then, uh, and then I started talking about the news. And so, um, and so you know, I, I, started, I started the YouTube where, where I go and, you know, I, I discuss uh, news articles of interest, but but what makes it a little bit different is that I also discuss things that are happening in indigenous communities. Okay, so I talk about um, the how, how COVID is affecting, uh, you know, the Navajo, for instance, and, and various tribes. I talk about um, initiatives by in, indigenous women, uh, uh, and the, you know, the missing and murdered indigenous women, for instance. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, so the, that's the indigenous part of patriot, and the reason why I call myself indigenous patriot is because to me, a patriot, it, it doesn't matter who you support, as long as you're supporting the United States of America. Okay. Um, uh, uh, this the, the the bones of my ancestors are in the soil. There's there, my my roots are here. I, I I am about this country. I'm about its people. I love diversity. I, I mean, look at it. Look at it this way. I taught a, I taught Asian martial arts. I'm an indigenous guy. Uh, 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 I'm friends with you know you for instance, uh, who's of a different background. I, I love the diversity of it. So yeah, absolutely and. Uh, plug in your website for us, if you would. It, it, uh, it's indigenouspatriot.com, is that correct? Yes, that's correct, indigenouspatriot.com. All right, perfect. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a website where you can, you know, that, that's where you can see the great work that, that Sean is doing and some of the things that he may be writing about or some of his video content and, and all the other information that, that you may look for uh, it, pertaining to his movement. So, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, you know, take us through now, if you would, uh, you know, some of your hobbies. What do you enjoy to do? Uh, you know, you touched on reading, you, you, that you have a love for reading and learning new things and obtaining new knowledge. Uh, obviously, your martial arts and security and, and the, the work that you're doing uh, that you just touched on with Indigenous Patriot. What are some other things, though, that you enjoy to do? I, I love spending time with my son. Mm -hmm. 
that 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 is my greatest treasure. That's that that is the impetus behind all of my actions. Everything that I'm doing now is to try and leave a legacy for for my boy. Um, uh, I like to play video games. Um, I, I love I love my culture. So, um, for instance, we just did uh, my, my my mother just just uh, did a storytelling thing for the American Cancer Society uh, for charity. Last night, I just, I just I just helped film that. Yes. So we're always we're always doing that kind of thing uh, whenever we can. I love I love I love the powwows and things like that. My my hobbies are so I can't stick to just one hobby. I have so many interests that that that, uh, that, that you know. I was going to say that piqued my interest, but that's kind of redundant, isn't it? So. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, video games, martial arts. Uh, I love horror movies. Um, but but uh, I'll tell you the the one thing that I miss is is um, is assisting people in in moving forward. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Uh, that, that that's the, the you know that that's one thing that I that that I need to get back into. Absolutely, and uh, you know. So we, we plugged in the uh, the website, the Twitter. He's also on Instagram. You can follow him at Indigenous Patriot. I'll spell it out quickly. It's I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S, Patriot, common spelling, Indigenous Patriot on Instagram. Uh, be sure to follow him there and keep up with all of his great content. Thank you. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, as, as a martial artist, um, the importance of respect, discipline, and sacrifice, uh, you know, character and all the all those great workings. Talk about how important those things are, Sean, and the importance of not just those things, but how important they are to our success in life and to uh, be the greatest version of ourselves. Well, that's a good question. In my personal opinion, we cannot be the greatest versions of ourselves if we're willing to capitulate on our morals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you have to have a, a moral fiber that you're going to stick to, and, and nobody's going to be perfect. Okay, that's just that's just a reality of life. Everybody's going to have their stumbles, but but as long as they can push themselves back up and, and continue moving forward, any any of those stumbles are just learning blocks. You know what I mean? So um, so so it's. Can, can you please repeat that question? I got, I got, uh, I got distracted for a second. No worries. So, uh, the importance of respect, discipline, and sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, so let's talk about respect. Mm-hmm. Um, how can you ever uh, experience the things uh, that? that you need to experience to, to have a, a fulfilling life if you are going to go it alone, okay? If you, and, and the reason why I'm asking that is because without showing proper respect, there's not going to be anybody that's going to want to deal with you, right. okay? But it's not just respect for others. It's also respecting yourself, um, uh, looking at yourself and going, you know, I'm better than this. I, I don't have to. I don't have to denigrate myself in order to uh, 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 get ahead. I, I can. I can have that discipline, and and uh, and say, you know, 
this isn't a path that I want to go down. It, when you're in a security field, like, like, like we talked about earlier, it, nobody wants to hire somebody that's going to be uh, a controversial figure for them. They, they don't want to have somebody that, you know, uh, is blacklisted because they can't carry themselves in a proper manner. That That's, that's not, you know, these, these people have, they are their brands. Okay. So, so like, for instance, the people that you work with, they are their brands and, and, and they can, and they cannot tarnish that with somebody who doesn't have the proper discipline or, or, or the proper respect and, and, and sacrifice. So, so like I spoke on earlier, I had the martial arts school mm-hmm. okay, and then I had my child. Right. And in in the martial arts school at the time was my dream, and, and but but I but I decided that sacrificing that would bring me closer to what is the most important dream in my life, and that's to be a good father. Right. So, so without sacrifice, sometimes we don't appreciate the things that we have uh, because because it comes too easy to us. Okay, you you have to understand that. You know, when when you put the work in and you put the sweat in, the the fruits of your labor are going to taste that much sweeter. You know what I mean? Yes. And and so you know, the, the, this is my perspective on respect, sacrifice, discipline. Uh, Absolutely, and and I appreciate uh, your your message on that. Uh, you know, to uh, a young lady or a young man that may come across the podcast that wants to, uh, you know, whether they're young or, or they're, you know, somebody that, that is my age or age and that is, is in martial arts currently or they're looking to get into martial arts, what is your strong message to them, Sean? Uh, not just if they want to get into it, but if they want to excel, what is, what is your strong encouragement to them if whether they want to be a black belt one day or they want to be an instructor or they want to be a, a, a real champion. What is your encouragement to them? Um, okay. Understand that it's only you that hold yourself back. Okay. Um, uh, uh, you don't know everything there is to know. And, and the sooner that you recognize that, the sooner that you can start on the path to learning these things, it, a black belt, you know, the, uh, the old saying is a black belt is just a white belt that has been worn enough, you know, and, and has gained enough dirt to color right. it black. Right. Okay. It's that, it's, yeah, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that sweat in, in, and, uh, and as you stated, uh, discipline and sacrifice that get you to that goal. So, so a lot of people, unfortunately, they're looking at things, you know, I'm not trying to talk any, any kind of way about it, but, mm-hmm. but when we watch things like MMA, okay, uh, we have some very disciplined people, but then there are also people that act out, okay? Right, right. And, and, and they, you, and so some of this youth, they're seeing that and and that's what their impression on what martial arts actually is. And it's not that at all. Okay. It's not, it's not about accolades. It's about putting the work in. If you put the work in, then maybe those accolades will come to you naturally. Okay. But, it, but, but if you don't put the work in, it's, it's never going to happen. Okay, uh, leave your ego at the door, come with an open mind, and understand that martial arts isn't teaching you how to hurt another pe- person. It's teaching you that as a last resort, 
you can defend yourself, but it is as a last resort. I'll tell you this. Somebody could get in my face and I'll say, look, buddy, you could beat me up. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Uh, because it's not about ego. It, it has nothing to do with it. It's about trying to diffuse the situation. It's about trying to say, look, you know, uh, if we, if we come to blows, it's not going to come, it's not going to amount to anything positive. Okay. And, and, and you can actually build relationships that way. You can actually have the person go, you know, I originally wanted to put my hands on you, but you're all right. And that's actually happened to me in my field. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, I fully agree uh, in, in, you know, with everything that you just touched on. And, uh, you know, when when you're able to, uh, you know, when you're able to take a situation, uh, even when, you know, a person's at a level 10, you know, and, and to bring them down. And, you know, when, when you go into a situation and, and you're on 10 and they're on 10, like you said, you know, it, 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 it serves no purpose and it's only going to make things uh, more hostile, more, more elevated. Cause then other people are going to start jumping in and, and, yep. you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, a fist fight can lead, easily lead, lead to a knife fight or a gunfight. Uh, you know, yep. you just, you never know what somebody has on them or what's in their vehicle or what a, what a bystander has, you know, on them or who's, who's associated with that person and, and all those components. So you just have to, you know, use extreme caution and use your de-escalation uh, skills and use your uh, mental capacity and your knowledge and, and those experiences uh, to uh, be smart, uh, be aware of your surroundings and to gain control of them with your mind uh, over yep. rather than uh, with your, you know, with your arms and limbs and things of that nature. You know, you, you know, uh, you know, obviously it, it's, it's self-defense, but you know, it, you know, everybody knows the martial arts and, and, you know, these different things are self-defense, but they always, you know, when, when it, when an outside source hears about it, you know, it's more like they think it's self-attack, you know, instead of yep. self-defense. Yep. And, uh, you know, you said it well there. It's it's really a last line of resort if, you know, if you can't, uh, for whatever reason, uh, de-escalate the situation. And uh, obviously, you know, to protect an innocent person or yourself uh, from, you know, serious injury. Um, you know, can, so, I, can I interject yes, for a second? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it, uh, it's also a third perspective. So in every situation, it's not too perspective it's not it's not the attacker and the defender but there's also the third perspective which is the outside perspective whether that's cameras Mm -hmm. whether that's a witness or whatever and uh, they have that that myth that says that you know uh, growing up everybody said you know i had to register my hands as a as a lethal weapon that's a myth (laughs) but but in 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 most myths there's a grain of truth and that's when you are going in front of the judge he's going to say why did you dislocate that guy's shoulder you were trained okay i watched the video or or i heard the witness testimony and they stated that you were the aggressor why why if you have martial arts didn't you try to use your discipline okay so that that third perspective is always something that we also have to keep in mind when we're when we're in a situation because that's how legal issues occur that's how excessive force uh, uh, claims occur because we aren't keeping aware of that third perspective 
Absolutely, and uh, it's definitely uh, an extremely uh, important and valid point that you bring up there. You know, uh, you're you're always going to have, you know, that that extra set of eyes. There's always somebody watching, you know, whether it's an eye in the sky, a camera, a witness, friend, family, uh, stranger, whoever it is, uh, you know, and, and, you know, especially in the the days we're in with social media and cell phones and, you know, you can yep. just so quickly uh, have your phone out to take a picture or a video. Uh, so you'd have to, you have to be uh, extremely disciplined and, and, and very conscious of that, uh, to say the least. So, uh, so, yes, sir. Go ahead. Do you, were, were you training with me when we, when we were doing the open palms outwards saying, I don't want to fight you? Were you, uh... I, I, I believe so. I believe so. Yes. <laughs> because, because because the open palms show that you know a closed fist is is, is right. Open palms are, are a way of saying, "Look, I'm not aggressive." Right. Saying loudly, "I don't want to fight you." It, you know, somebody catches that on video. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it, it adds a whole different element there. It it throws them. Uh, through through a loophole because they're not expecting that and that's what sometimes uh you know actually i'll say a lot of the times it it is you know uh so many times in security and and just in life in general you have to be you have to know how to you have to kind of know how to play checkers and know how to play chess you have to know how to move and you have to um you know outsmart your opponent you know if if they something as simple as you know, something, something's going down, it, it's, it's escalating and you've already prepared. You have your, uh, you know, you have your layering of security, you have your escape routes, your entrances, your exits, your, your walkthrough has been complete. You're already, you're already 10 steps ahead of the situation, you know? So when something goes down, you know, that that's, uh, for an attacker or, or a terrorist or whatever we want to call, uh, somebody, an aggressor, whatever it may be, uh, when something goes down, they've likely not prepared for, how you've prepared and uh you know they're they're never prepared uh for somebody that's going to fight back or uh for a situation uh to be outsmarted you know because they just go in and they say hey we're gonna do this do that you know they're not they're not fully uh you know oftentimes they're not fully uh accessorizing and 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 you know cautiously preparing themselves of of you know x y and z they just say hey this is plan a and you know as a bodyguard or or close protection or ep agent you're you're ruling so many things uh you know through through your mind and and you're uh, you know again that switch is always on even when you're not uh, in a working environment uh you know even when you go home you always have to uh, be alert be conscious of your surroundings and uh you know conduct yourself uh you know accordingly uh so what we'll do here sean is as we get ready to conclude uh, I'll pass things over to you, uh, for, you know, in, in this moment. And if there was any last things that you wanted to touch on or, or any last words of encouragement or whatever it may be that, that is on your mind, I'll, I'll hand things over to you in this moment. And uh, before we do that, I just wanted to lastly get who your favorite, uh, whether it's a martial artist, boxer, whether it's a UFC fighter, who, who is your favorite fighter or martial artist of all time? Man, I'm going to go with the old favorite, Bruce Lee. And it's not just because of his physical prowess, but it's because mm-hmm. the man studied philosophy in in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he was a philosopher. He, it wasn't just about the physicality. I mean, we all know how good Bruce Lee was. but Absolutely. But, you know, be like water. 
You know what I mean? Like he, he has, he, the man's been dead since 73 and people are still quoting uh, uh, his philosophy because, because that's where, that, that's where a, a strong martial artist to me is. It's not, it's not the physicality of it. You know, as you get older, you're not able to do, you know, 720 kicks and all that right. stuff. That's not, that's not going to but 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 you can keep your mind sharp, okay, and, and rely on the thing and rely on your knowledge instead of just your physicality. And so the brain is 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 you know is where it is, and and so that's why Bruce Lee is is tops for me because because you know he he was it was not just a one dimensional figure. Absolutely, and uh, you know definitely one of my favorites as well. Uh, you you have so many. Uh you know, great people, uh, in the fighter or, you know, boxing, uh, you know, UFC, whatever, you know, whatever we want to call it, martial artist background, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali, another great one, yep. uh, you know, obviously a great fighter, but most importantly, somebody who, uh, stood up to, to create change and, and, uh, you know, be it, be a person who wasn't, uh, he wasn't timid to, uh, you know, stand up for what he believed was right. And, uh, you know, that's important in life, you know, uh, yeah. and you definitely got to admire that, uh, coming from somebody as accomplished as himself and, uh, you know, just so many others that, that were great. And, uh, you know, again, it was, it was an honor to have you on here, Sean, and, and I'll just hand things, uh, over to you and, uh, you'll kind of just uh, take us, take us out as you feel necessary. Uh, if there's any last things you wanted to touch on, uh, while on the podcast, I'll just hand things over to you in this moment. Well, th- thank you, Bubba, for inviting me. I, I really appreciate it. This is uh, this is actually my first uh, interaction with a podcast, so you know I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, yes, sir, and and you're welcome anytime. Can you also? Uh, I don't mean to cut you short there, but I just wanted to. Um, oftentimes, sometimes we as before we end, uh, I don't get everyone's uh, you know social medias. I know we got your social medias, your website. Add in your YouTube if you know that for us. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that so people could check out your video content that you upload onto YouTube. If you look up Indigenous Patriot on YouTube, you'll be able to you'll be able to see what I'm doing. Okay, perfect. Um, um, but but, but the, the the main thing that I kind of want to leave it on is we, we are in a very divisive period of time, mm-hmm. and we don't have to be that way. We, we all have different opinions we can start respecting one another's opinions. We can start having conversations. It's a dangerous time and it is, it doesn't have to be that way at all. Uh, currently, you ever hear the, the term divide and conquer? We are, right. we, are, we are divided, which makes us vulnerable, okay? The sooner we can come back together, the sooner that we can sit down and have a conversation and understand that opinions are, are opinions. If you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at the politicians. Don't be mad at your fellow Americans that are that are just trying to live their lives and they're trying to do what they believe is right. If you can't have a conversation with somebody, respectfully step back and leave them alone. We we don't need to be escalating things like is like we're currently seeing. Okay, talk to one another. I'm open to talking to anybody. Okay, and and I have strong opinions, but I respect your opinion too. Okay, so so to me, the number one thing is we need to start we need to start talking to each other again. Uh, You know, uh, yesterday was nine eleven, 
And the one thing that I can state about 9-11-2001 is, is that, you know, uh, unfortunately, lies were lost, but it brought our country together. We didn't care about partisan divide. It brought us together. We need to come together again. Absolutely. And uh, I think I, I can't recall exactly where I've seen this, but it was a it was a quote. Uh, it was saying, you know, we we uh, we remember, you know, the tragedy every year, uh, you know, and, and those that lost their life and, and, you know, what this, you know, uh, moment has has done and, and things of that nature. And then, you know, September 12th every day we remember you know, it, it said to remember the September 12th, most importantly, because that was when our country was so united. It was so, uh, you know, it, di- it didn't matter, you know, whether somebody was Chinese, American, uh, you know, white, black, you know, wh- whatever, respectfully, it didn't matter on, on September 12th. You know, it was all about just coming together and yep. uh, being there for one another's uh, being that that shoulder to cry on that listening ear, uh, being charismatic, uh, having, uh, you know, all those great uh, components, you know, spreading love and positivity. And, uh, you know, that's what we, we got to get back to. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, most importantly in life, if you could just be a great person, uh, you, yeah. you know, the, the sky is the limit. You know, your, your, your respect will get you through doors that a degree may not get you through, whether you have a doctorate, a law degree, uh, a master's, whatever it may be, respectfully. And, and that's not knocking anybody that has those, uh, you know, high, high, you know, level uh, achievements. But it's saying, you know, most importantly that uh, over any of those, that if you have respect, you always have a yes in life. You always have an opportunity, always have an outlet to prove yourself and, uh, you know, just make the most of it. And, um, you know, again, Sean, it, w- it was an honor. Uh, definitely appreciative of all the uh, empowerment, knowledge, wisdom. Uh, that you spread across this podcast definitely one of the best podcasts that i've had and i've i've had uh, yes sir i've had a, i've had i think over 60 now i think we're, we're north of 60 so uh definitely appreciative and uh definitely somebody that is absolutely uh, a martial arts icon uh and uh you definitely um you know uh did a lot for me uh growing up and and you know throughout my training with you and working with you uh, so definitely very uh, to the utmost uh, grateful for that and thankful and I uh, wish you nothing but, you know, great, great success, great prosperity, great health in this time. And uh, I look forward to, uh, you know, keeping in touch and, uh, you know, keep up with the great work that you're doing uh, in the security sector and with indigenous Patriot and, uh, you know, everybody keep in touch with him. All right. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. You have a great night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.